Praise the Lord. Good morning. Many of us may not realize it, but we do live a dual life. A life that we let and give others to believe who we are, and a life that we know ourselves as. A life where we project ourselves in a certain way, and in our private time, we hate that very self we are projecting. Because it is a lie. We are not sometimes what we project in our social, in our religious, in our professional circles. We are actually a different person who lives in great fear, anxiety, stress, and self-doubt about our abilities, about our actions, about our past, and about our future. We even go to the extent of gaslighting others by making them self-doubt too. We like to do this as we like to feel self-assured in being in a circle of influence of such self-doubters. We feel comfortable amongst people who we create as our followers of similar self-doubters. John 1 verse 43 to 51 Jesus finds Philip and then says to him, Follow me. After this, Philip runs to tell his friend Nathaniel, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. At this, Nathaniel scoffs and says, Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathaniel isn't buying it. After all, can anything good come from Nazareth? Can anything worthwhile come out of that place? I think we ask the same question in a lot of different ways, often about ourselves in these self-doubting moments. Can anything good come from my life? Can anything good come out of my family situation? Can anything good come from someone with my personality? Can anything good come from someone who looks like me? Can anything good come from someone who struggles with the things that I do? Can anything good come from someone my age? Can anything good come from someone who's failed as many times as I have and has made the kind of mistakes I have? It's all right. We all think about these things. I have wondered about a few of these things myself. How about you? Let me ask you, how are you feeling this morning? Are you feeling good? Has it been an inspiring week? Or has it been awful? Do you feel like you are at the end of your rope? Do you feel as if you are not good enough? Do you wonder how or if God loves you? Perhaps this is exactly the same spot Nathaniel was as he was feeling in the same way as he sat under the fig tree the day he met Jesus. Perhaps he was simply projecting his own feelings about himself onto Nazareth, that little backward town where no one famous has ever come from before. When Philip told him that he had found the one Moses wrote about, Jesus of Nazareth, maybe Nathaniel had been feeling small. Perhaps he had been struggling with some sin. Maybe he was feeling bad about himself. And so, instead of kicking the dog, he kicks Nazareth. Can anything good come from there? But what he's really thinking is, can anything good come from me? There are times when we look at ourselves or a part of our life, maybe it's a secret we have carried for years 
the illness we face every day, the addiction we hide, the hurts we have caused, the loneliness and the lostness of grief, and we say it will never get better. There is an African poet that reads, When there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. When you refuse to allow any doubts from your own mind, then no doubts from others will ever cloud your judgment. When you create a strong mind, there can be no other that can defeat you with their words or with their judgments. When you believe in you, you need no other to believe in you, because others really have no say in who you will become. Only you have that say. Only you can decide if others' words can become a reality for you or you will create your own fate. The greatest challenge and the greatest obstacle any human will face is their own self-doubts, their own fears and their own conditioned thoughts. If you want to live your dream, you will have to fight for it. You will have to fight the greatest battles of your life. You will have to battle the external enemy. People who don't believe in you, people who do you wrong, people who put you down. You will have to battle the intimate enemy, those close to you, who might do you wrong, or you assume they won't believe in you, those who want the best for you, but their idea of support is to remind you of what can be done or shouldn't be attempted, but the worst of all is the internal enemy. You will have to battle what seems like an army inside your own head, an army of doubt, fear of failure, fear of judgment, lack of belief. The voices inside the head saying, I am not good, I am not worthy, I want to do this, but I can't, I want to give it to those I love, but I can't, I'm not worthy of love, I will never be able to do this, I am hopeless, I've tried everything, the world is against me, no one believes in me, my life is not worth living. There can be no greater pain that can be inflicted on you than your own internal enemy. Your own thoughts will cause you more pain than anyone or anything. They can be likened to a terrorist living inside your soul. When you learn to control and direct your mind, and you can direct that internal voice to work for you, rather than against you, you get it to work for you by creating a compelling future, a future you will be proud to achieve, proud to live through. I think that this is where Nathaniel was when Philip found him with the news about Jesus, John 1, verse 43 to 51. And Jesus replied to Nathanael, is brilliant. Jesus says to him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. In other words, I see you, Nathanael. I know what you're like. I've got you all figured out. And Nathanael is shocked. How do you know me? Nathanael asks, I saw you. While you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you, is Jesus' answer. In biblical times, if you told someone you saw them sitting under a fig tree, you're really saying two things. First, you're telling them that you know them inside out. It's another way of saying, I've known you since the cradle. I know you better than you know yourself. And second, you're telling them that they are a part of God's purpose in bringing God's kingdom to earth. You know when someone sees you and accepts you as you are and believes in you. It's a powerful thing. It's a freeing thing. It's a liberating feeling. It is a life-giving thing and a transformative thing. Jesus knows us completely. He sees us like he saw Nathaniel. He sees all our misgivings and questions. He understands our faults, failures and insecurities. He knows the things we have dared not to tell anyone. 
He knows what makes us laugh and what makes us cry. He sees the way we have been misjudged and misunderstood. He sees the hurt and the scars we carry. He knows of our secret dreams and our wildest hopes. He understands what happened in the past and what we long for in the future. Jesus isn't shocked by anything about us. Jesus loves us no matter what, and he died to set us free from our fears, our torment, our self-doubt, our sin. He has great plans for us. There is never no future with Christ. When Nathaniel realizes how much Jesus knows him, how well Jesus knows him, Nathaniel recognizes Jesus as God's son. When Jesus says to Nathaniel, "You believe because I told you, I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. I tell you the truth, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the son of man." Let us pray. Lord in heaven, hide us in your shelter. Be our refuge. We seek your strength as we take the step of faith. Lord, there are things about the situation that are uncertain, but although we cannot see what's before us, we know you are with us. We are trusting you and walking in obedience with your strength as our guide. Lord God, thank you for your abundant love and care for us. May you bless us. with your never ending love amen i wish you all a very beautiful day ahead god bless you all take care stay safe stay blessed